0: Broadcasting from the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia to around the globe, you're listening to Shark Byte Biz, your exclusive place for business strategy, sales, marketing, and tech in the roaring 20s. And now, here's your host, David Strausser. (laughs) I know you missed me, but I'm back with another episode of Shark Bite Biz. I'm your rock star host, David strauser and we have another rockin' episode scheduled for today. In fact, today, we're going to talk to a small business owner, somebody who took a love and passion for music and turned it into an actual product and a legit small business. You're going to hear the story of how the business started, how she and her partner Tim created a plan, some of the pitfalls they had, and finally... Finally, how they made this all work, come together, and get where they're at today. Another neat part of this whole story is how nimble and flexible their business was to adopt to changing times with the current global pandemic. They made the best out of a sour situation. What makes this episode even more special, over the top, is I'm an avid fan of their product and use them every single day. In fact, once I tell you who they are, you'll instantly know exactly what I'm talking about and I'll be verified by using their products. So, who is today's guest? Jenny Mann. Who is Jenny Mann? Jenny Mann is the owner of the guitar string jewelry company, Strung. And she's also the lead singer of the rock band Blame Shift. After 10 years on the road as a touring musician, they set out on a mission to give back to the music community. From an idea that started with some broken guitar strings to creating a product that brung music lovers and concerts. Goers together strung was born with their charitable partnerships they're on a mission to help save music by donating a percentage of every sale to music education for kids so let me shut up and stop talking let's bring jenny on in here business strategy hey jenny welcome to shark bite biz such a pleasure to have you as one of your biggest fans for having me. Yeah, no, it's great. It's great. So let's start off. We have a tradition here. We start off with very easy softball questions, okay? Let's start off by you telling us who you are, what's your background, and I know that I know a lot about your business and stuff, but what about our audience? Explain to them how that started up and the uniqueness of the business.
1: Sure. So my name is Jenny. Um, I've been touring in a rock band called Blame Shift for about 12 years. Throughout those years, we played about 300 shows a year, toured in every state, every little city, every little town in this country. Had an awesome run at that. And then about six years ago, one random day in Buffalo I started taking Tim's broken guitar strings. Tim is my partner in Strong, my husband and my bandmate. So um I A realized... lot of connections
0: there. Yes. <laughs>
1: After seeing his strings laying around our bus for many years, I was like, these kind of look cool. They're silver and rose gold and gold, and they're beautiful. And I'm like, I feel like I can make something out of these. We had a lot of downtime on the road during, I mean, throughout touring there's just like you know you pay, you play 30 minutes a night besides that you're trying to occupy your brain and your time <laughs> so i started making jewelry on a whim i started selling it at our shows you know yeah. people would like line up after the show and i would hand make it there at the booth at our merch booth we would sell our cds our t-shirts and i would be making jewelry and like our fans were just loving it and even people that weren't there to see us would buy our jewelry. People were lining up, you know, to buy our jewelry. And I realized that we had something really special you know going on so we did that
0: was it mostly women back then or men as well
1: only women because we were making we hadn't even designed like our beaded bracelets and anything Uh, like that
0: hey that didn't stop me i was still trying to get the guitar screen once (laughs) (laughs) i
1: I guess at that time i was making i was making like like i if someone was standing in front of me i can make it on Right. Right. So I do it for some men, yes. But for the most part, women, people buying for their girlfriends or wives, whatever. Right, right, right. So yeah, we did that for like a year and a half, two years probably, traveling around, playing music, selling jewelry. And finally, we were like, we really have something super special here, and let's give it a shot, give it a name, you know, like, um, so we took a little time off from the road and started to come up with like what Drung was going to be about. What is our brand? What's our mission? What is our message? You know, there were a couple other guitar string jewelry companies that we, that like I didn't know about them when I started this, but as we started doing it, I was like, what else is out there? And there were companies that were doing Mm. guitar string jewelry, but we were like, we need to do something different. And that's where we came up. Our musical inspiration and song inspiration part of Yeah. So
0: is that kind of where the names for a lot of jewelry pieces come from too?
1: Yeah. So right from the beginning, how that actually came about was I. At first, I thought that we would sell our jewelry in packs of three. Like that was always my like vision was like silver, gold, rose gold, three bracelets with charms, and then I gave those collections titles. Like, Mm -hmm. and they were like you know like sugar spikes and everything nice. There was like peace, love and music. I love rock and roll and stuff like that. And then once I started naming the collections, I was like, wait a second, mm-hmm. I should probably be naming the P- each individual bracelet. Right. That's when that idea came to play. And so yeah, so each one of our pieces is inspired by a song. So our customers shop from a playlist and it's made it very unique to our business. There's no other company that that it Uses music as their marketing platform, and it's given our customers something that, like, it's made our brand become more like a collectible item. Right? Uh, something that, like, you find, like, you know, like a like a con- connection with. Oh, you know, exactly. you have apps you love. You know, whatever. A certain you need to have that bracelet, and you yeah. need to collect things from that. From the decade of music that you love, or right, right. the genre you love. So
0: no, I definitely feel that. And one thing that always intrigues me with businesses is that creative process of you know going through building your business plan. And you said that you realized like, oh my, we might actually have something here. How did that spark feel when it went off? Can you describe that? Do you remember the moment when you're like, you know what, this should be a business?
1: Yeah, well, I kind of do. I was, I was showing the bracelets to like a guy that I kind of like worked for here and there on, when I would come home from the road. Really smart businessman that I'd known for years since I was like much younger, and he was like, "Oh my God, Jenny!" He's like, "This is ser- this is serious." Like mm-hmm. this. To be something really big and i'm like you think and he's like yeah he walked me next door like i was at his office he walked me next door to another a, a guy that worked in the same like complex as him that does like um giftable items and sells to like tj maxx and marshalls and bed bath and beyond and like this guy's like a multi-millionaire and he's like yeah. you gotta check this out and the guy was like blown away by the idea and the concept and then and he introduced me to his business partner who was like blown away by everything and I'm like, oh my God. Like, uh, no, like these are been in business for years that are like, you know, grown adults that are like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I have a great idea, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. So. No, that, and it, it's gotta feel, that, that's gotta feel really good. I imagine, (laughs) you know, and a lot of what you said is actually true. I mean, as people see a lot of bracelets, and in full disclosure, I have a lot of strung (laughs) bracelets that I wear, multiple all the time, every day. I'm never without a strung bracelet. But for many years, I I was looking at bracelets. I I could never find the right right fit. I mean, nothing seemed it seemed too tacky or cheap, or um, and then I came across strung, and it was like this is my personality. This is the rock and roller with me that still can go with a suit.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Right. You you know of anybody because you have been supporting us since probably almost the beginning. So.
0: Right. Right. No, really, that's a really amazing, great story. Like I was just saying, I really love the creativeness and the entrepreneurs of you just kind of joining forces to create this, this brand. And that's, one of the things with the the rocker look but still classy and professional at the same time you know that's why i'm probably one of your biggest fans i like to think top three but that's just on me
1: (laughs) by my dad because he thinks he's our top fan and everything so (laughs)
0: I'll, i'll battle him out so I guess that you're a first-time business owner, correct?
1: Yeah, I mean, we tried to launch other businesses throughout the years on tour. Microphone wraps microphone stands, light boxes, I mean, Most all like, yeah, uh, <laughs> it's, it's yes.
0: that trial, trial and error phase where you right. have to, but that just shows how big of an entrepreneur both you and, and Tim are because it's not like you launch something out and you're like, no, this is not working. This isn't for me. No, it's try, try again till you find the right solution.
1: Exactly. And yep.
0: strong is that right solution, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that, that's great. So what were some of the initial pains that you had rolling out? Oh, God. Kind of, what, what, I guess what, what was like one of the biggest the biggest hurdles you had to jump over to get to where you are today?
1: Yeah, so we've had many as, like I said, this is really our first go at mm-hmm. launching a brand, which when we first started, we didn't know we were launching a brand. So I think that was probably good mm-hmm. because have these like big, goals that like we were like would be upset if we didn't reach we were just kind of like rolling with the punches
0: that's that's really amazing we just did an episode with William Hung and it was just set on dreaming big that be a business owner like you're saying to be successful you have to have those big dreams kind of have those goals and then you work backwards from there building your plan
1: exactly so right cuz and then like you you know i listen to a lot of podcasts and read a lot about business and entrepreneurial like um, ventures and stuff like that, and you see people that like have this big crazy dream, and it's just like so unattainable that they never, right. they never really like do it you because can't they're
0: even get 40%. Like, oh,
1: right. One more thing I got to do before I launch, and I have to get this perfect. And like we did it the complete opposite way. Right. We just had the bare minimum. We had no investors. We had no startup capital. I think we each put in maybe like fifteen hundred dollars to get our first round of uh, packaging because
0: right. we knew we like. We I will yeah. tell you, your packaging is superb. I mean, it is amazing. I love it. That was what I think the one of the first biggest draws I had is because, yeah, I mean, it's not like I'm buying a $500 bracelet, but it, it's a very affordable bracelet. And then I felt that what I paid for for the bracelet, the packaging, like almost exceeded the price. I thought I would get that packaging for a higher price one.
1: Right. Exactly. And that, like, so that was something that was important to us at the beginning. So we put a little bit of money into that. Literally, we made it maybe invested $3,000 into this business. And I mean, at the beginning, and then as we've been building it, we are just taking whatever we make, reinvesting what we make and reinvest. And we've been doing that for the last four years. Um, but I think that like our biggest hurdle that we face besides like not having startup capital right. and stuff like that. Um, <laughs>
0: which is a pretty big hurdle to face, but you
1: did it. But we, just like with our band, same thing. We're DIY. We just, like, make it happen. We right. had our first site like done by a family friend that had just started his own marketing firm that he was like, let me do your website. Yeah. So have something to put on my credential, you know. Right, like right, so right. for free. Right. So, so there's a 20000 it, the right. website. Uh-huh. You know, we, we used our connections and friendships and you know, people we met throughout the years and created relationships with mm-hmm. to help us at the beginning when we didn't have that, the fun.
0: And that's a that's a big story, you know, just thinking about that, how important it is not to burn bridges. I'm somebody that is very big in relationships, and it's like, I'm going to stay in contact. I never know if I need him, if he needs me, if she needs me, if I need her. And to get in touch with them, I mean, there's plenty of people. It's like, hey, I know we haven't talked in seven years, but uh, I think he might be able to help me with something.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And Tim, my partner Tim, is the guru of relationships, I have to say. He's, I'm good at it, but he's, like, superb. And he keeps... (laughs) Everyone and everyone loves him and will do favors for him. If, right. You know. So yeah. But um <laughs> getting to, like what our he's, real he's, biggest struggle so
0: was. Is it like a good cop bad cop type thing? There, you're the enforcer. <laughs> he's the uh he's the good cop.
1: Yeah, he's like the kind of guy like you know who'll make friends with like the the richest guy in the room because you know with his like charm and personality. And then all of a sudden the guy will be like buying him like shots and like. <laughs> giving him a whatever yeah, funny, but people love him so it's great yeah, um it's great but but I think our biggest hurdle was and this is something that's like I, we really haven't spoken about too much and most people don't know this but we after I told you that we had those meetings with my former like a person that I'd worked for and that I looked right. up to like wow this is really cool um he was like thinking of getting involved in like being a an investor and then we wrote up a whole business plan and we're like, eh, I don't know if he's the right person because he just wanted like, I didn't think he had shared our vision. So Band, we're right. like, right? we're like, okay, that's not going to work out. But th- at that time we're like, we need money to launch this business. We can't do it on our own. So we started looking you can only
0: bootstrap at- so far.
1: Right. So we were like, all right, we need money. How are we going to get it? How are we going to get the capital to start this business to really launch this business? So Tim had a, a friend who's in like the jewelry, like diamond business in City. He was like, I know a guy that's in like the fashion jewelry business who sells to QVC and sells to Kohl's and sells to blah, blah, blah. This guy is going to love what you guys do. Let's set up a meeting. Right. We're like, great. So we go into the city. We meet at a restaurant. We bring some samples. We didn't even have a name. We were calling our jewelry rock bands at the time. Rock B-A-N-Z. We loved it. <laughs> it was my baby. And then we found out there was another jewelry company called Rock Bands.
0: Oh was- man, that's gotta stink! Your I like that name, but okay. I do. I do like Strung a little bit better. I, I must okay. admit, because of the guitar strings.
1: Yes, I, I do, and I think that it was meant to be. But I was like brokenhearted over that. Mhm. So we're like, so we go for this meeting. We don't have a name. The guy loves our jewelry. He talks a big game he's going to get us some QBC, and he's going to do this and he's going to set that up and he's going to blah, blah, blah. And we're like, Oh my God. Yeah. You know, we're like so excited. We go for another meeting. We go to his office and meet all like the designers and this one runs like the e-com and we're like, this is like amazing, you know? Yeah. And he's like, Oh, but you know, we don't even have to use real guitar strings. We can maybe get them made in China. We'll get like, you know, like, like, guitar strings.
0: Bootleg guitar, guitar, guitar strings.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like, so what? he'll get he'll get yeah. the,
0: he'll get the real Chipsons.
1: Right, right. Like, <laughs> we're like what? So we're like already having a little bit of doubt. You know, right. he didn't like the name Strong. We 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 had in the, during this this time period we came up with the Navy Strong he didn't really like it we did It was just like you know anyway we still yeah. were like this guy is gonna launch our brand like we yeah, yeah. can't do it and as the weeks went on month went on like he kind of fell off and then like we didn't hear from him for a couple weeks and then you know we were like glued to the phone like when is he gonna call like what's the next step and it just he just kind of like disappeared. Like yeah. he didn't really give us like a reason or like, oh, it's going to be too much time or I just don't have, it's not for me, nothing. And we were like, we're done. Like we're not, we're not going to launch a business because we can't. Like how do you launch a business with no capital? Um, we gave up for like six months. We're like, yeah, we're like, we're just not going to, we just didn't see how we could do it.
0: That's some of the highs and, and lows. I mean, you go from the highs, and you you know you kind of got your hopes a little bit too high with the, I guess you could call it like a false advertisement there, and then you you hit your low. But a true entrepreneur doesn't give up, and they find a way to fight back. Which it sounds like you did.
1: <laughs> yes, and I think we took about six months where we we're just like over it. Like I just we just didn't even know what to do, and then. I honestly don't even know like that like the moment that we were like where well, we have to do this right. there had to be a moment maybe tim can remember the exact moment but we're like all right we're not gonna just like this is too good of an idea to just let it go because it's some stupid guy that like talked a big game like right. this is yeah an and we're gonna make it happen and that was when we started doing it started you know figuring out our packaging and what's the next steps and our manufacturers and where are we getting the strings from and where are we sourcing you know the charms from and and we just got the website like i said a friend donated it to us that was really like a godsend at the time um that's
0: amazing though that's really an amazing story So for time constraints, let's shift over to some of these other areas that you have. But I thought that story was very important for people to hear that are in a business that have, you know, that they keep the inspiration and that they can hear your success story of how you had that those highs and lows and and turned it out real good. Now, pivoting a little bit, obviously, we're going through some tough times right now. Back in what back in March, everything started shutting down. How has that affected negatively or positively your business with all of that?
1: Well, I have to say that I'll keep it brief because I could probably talk about this for an hour. But We have turned another instance where we turned a really big negative into a positive. So March 15th rolled around. So that was the day that Cuomo said, you know, New York's on pause. And we're like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? Our events are canceled. We were supposed to be at the CMAs. We we're supposed to be at Summer NAM. We had events scheduled the entire summer. I was going to had-
0: be at Summer NAM.
1: Right, right. Like <laughs> our event staff was all set up for the whole summer of events, deposits down, you know, just that, that so let's just briefly i'll give you a little bit more backstory like 75 percent of our business came from live events wow so yeah 25 e-com direct consumer you know maybe divide take a little bit off but maybe and five percent you know to um wholesale but anyway
0: so that for, that was pre-march what it
1: was pre-March. okay so we're like tim and i sat in our apartment and we're like we're so screwed like we are, what are we gonna do? We have no way to bring in money. Like internet, what's gonna happen to the, to to our online store? People don't have money. Like people are in crisis mode. No one knows when they're gonna work next. People are out of jobs. Like they can't afford to eat. We're in crisis mode and we were like what's that gonna mean for our business you know like so obviously we're thinking about the world but we're also business owners and we're like you know so we're like we're so screwed <laughs> yeah and made that decision that night to I
0: think, I think a lot of people had those feelings i mean even with me when things started shutting down it's almost yeah. depressing like oh my there, there's my you know my security blanket just got ripped out from under us and I think that's very common. So that's really good to hear it that, you know, you're normal, just like us.
1: (laughs) Exactly. And so we made a decision. We had an in-house marketing guy that we had been kind of like working with for like the last year. We were trying to make some big steps online and we were having a little bit of trouble making those steps. Um, We had decided as a company that it would be best to take a step back from him who we were paying like a pretty decent amount and try to see if we could find someone that could do it a little bit less. So we found a local company that I had known through, through something else that um, they had a, you know, they were like, well, we love, we believe in you guys. Let's, let's try to go for it. And they, they like turned our entire e-com world around for us. um, And, we also like since we have the time now and the focus, right? Um, we just cleaned up everything, anything that was like a loose end on our on our marketing, as far as um, our our uh, email marketing, just like everything. We went through every single piece of our website, every little detail, and cleaned things up of. You Is know that, why are you bending their carts? Why are people doing this? What can we do to improve that? What kind of questions do people? So have? So you
0: basically went through all your process flows, reevaluated, and then redeployed to get everything back aligned. And that's just really for... good way to use your time. So yeah, just so that you know too, with my day job when I'm not a podcast host for Shark Bite Biz, uh, with Vision Thirty Three, we do the SAP Business One, and you know the last we were. Really Really worried too like hey companies are gonna stop buying stuff like that and with brick-and-mortar's clothes those types of things and that's where all of a sudden the last two months we're getting calls from companies that were maybe two or three years away from getting ERP implementations that are needing it now because maybe they did 2,500 orders a week through e-commerce in February And now all of a sudden after this, they're up to 7,500 a week and they just can't handle that demand.
1: Yeah, our our business has increased by about 60% since
0: March. Yeah, and that's what we've seen across the board. So would you say then that your business is in a better place because of how your business pivoted during these times than you were in February?
1: Absolutely, not comparable, Yeah. yeah. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that Thank Yeah, that's an amazing conversation, just learning about how your business got off the ground, the struggles that you had, and then also hearing there about how you used the time you had during the past couple of months to really refocus and pivoted for these times. And it turned out to be very successful for you. So I, I guess I have two final questions for you, Jenny. Number one is what kind of final words of advice do you have for other businesses out there that are like yours that are struggling?
1: For us, what's really made a huge difference is to put is putting effort and focus into the little details of your business, whatever that might be. And to look at your business as a consumer and to see what they see and to, to figure out what is holding them back, if they're not purchasing, why are they not purchasing? Be, you know, be a consumer and figure, because everyone has such a, everyone's business is their right. baby, you know? But you have to look at it from, uh, you have to let that go and right. look at it from a different perspective and, you know, kind of make sure that you are dotting, you know, dotting when your you're eyes in and touch. your
0: teeth. You're in touch with what your consumer actually needs exactly yeah, that that's perfect i guess the last question before we say goodbye is i look pretty decent when i wear a men's warehouse suit with your bracelets when are you going to get me in a photo shoot to promote you guys <laughs>
1: <laughs> anytime you want we're ready i know yeah, i know you, yeah. we've had your wrist in a couple things in the past so yeah yeah,
0: yeah you <laughs> have yeah you have i would have it just all straight up. In fact, I mean, out of all them that I have, about I have seven. I think seven different bracelets on right now. So definitely, okay. I love you guys. I love the story. I love supporting you. How do people get in contact with you? Where can they visit you to find out more about
1: Strong? Our website, GetStrong.com. Um, yeah, we're we're there. We have a new little chat thing that we added to the site, which is actually just me chatting with people, which I do. <laughs> hi on instagram we're at strong official and we're at strong on facebook so stop by and say hi
0: yeah definitely and for everybody listening out there on itunes spotify and all those other sites uh, it's Strung. s-t-r-u-n-g okay everybody else on youtube will have the link in the description jenny thank okay. you very much this was an amazing interview and i think a lot of people are gonna love it
1: awesome thank you yes, so much
0: thank you take care Such an amazing story, wasn't it? I think it's so important to really take in what she said. First off, I got to say, I love supporting small businesses like Strung. And personally, as you can see, I've probably bought over 50 bracelets over the past few years from them. I really love their product, their design, their themes, and most of all, their mission of educating kids with music. Her story, though, is really one of perseverance. Look at how many hurdles she had to overcome in order to launch the brand. Even during the global pandemic, most of their sales come from live events. They had to switch everything and start focusing more on e-commerce and really pivot their whole business strategy. However, as nimble as they are, you know they were able to make that pivot with, I'd say, minimal pain, and they ended up coming out stronger on the other end. So, here's another story of a small business actually increasing their growth during a global pandemic. It didn't close the business down, they just were creative and found another way to increase revenue streams. I really hope this gives you all some good ideas on how to pivot your business going forward. So what do you think? What did you think of Jenny's story of building her business? Come on, leave a comment down below if you're watching on YouTube or many of the other places that we're located, like iTunes and Spotify and Google Podcasts, especially if you found this video helpful. Please. Subscribe to the channel wherever you're watching or listening, smash that like button, and most importantly, share it. We're only going to grow the channel with people like you are helping me get the word out. Share the channel. I think we're bringing a lot of good content. You're hearing a lot of diverse business stories on how to pivot your business during this global crisis so that your business can stay afloat. I'm here as an advocate to you all. I'm here to help you all grow. Please reach out to me, anything you need. David at SharkBiteBiz.com. Thank you all again. And we'll see you at the next episode on Thursday to talk some more good stuff with Shark By Biz. Take care. Thank you for listening to Shark By Biz.